underestimate the power of the dark side. If you will not fight, then you will meet your destiny. Dobby has no master. Dobby is a free elf. And Dobby has come to save Harry Potter and his friends. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. Hello and good afternoon. You are at Radio Karim Girls on Film with me, Karenza. And me, Kim. How are you? I'm very well, Kim. And did you know that just this weekend, Duran Duran performed Girls on Film for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee event, actually at Buckingham Palace? I certainly did. I saw that. How amazing. Did you see it? Yeah. Go Duran Duran. Yeah, fantastic. Simon Le Bon. Well, we he looks a little bit tubby these days. <laughs> Don't think that's politically correct, Kim. <laughs> I know, but um, no, look, he still looks good. I also saw him on a, um, uh, what do you call it, a video on Facebook this morning where he popped up in some resort and just started singing uh, with some busker who was already singing Girls on Film, which is pretty cool. In. There yeah. you go. Girls on Film this afternoon. Well, we have got a show lined up for you. You have been at again to the theatre and you still have not caught COVID. I want to know, A, <laughs> how are you doing that? But also, what did you see? We went and saw um, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I've, I've seen the first one, which was the part A and part B or p- part one oh, and part this is two. the one they've condensed. Yeah, and it, do you know what? It, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it much better than the first two. Um, look, the first two were great, but they were just so long. I, I think it was eight hours in total to see the first two, and we did it uh, day after day consecutively. Um, and it was tough going on that second night to go through it again. Uh, but you had to do it that way, you know, mm. because it kind of carried on from the first one. But this one was all condensed in and it was brilliant. All right, well, we'll hear some more about that as the show goes on. And you've also been checking out, now season three has just dropped of Mr. In Between. I what believe. a show, what a show. It's a black comedy and uh, it's got to be one of my favourites. It's got to be up there. I've binged it all week. I've done series one and two and I've only got uh, three to do. And I'm a bit upset because it's the final series. So uh, I'm, I might have to space it out a little but it's brilliant fantastic and you people can watch that on binge binge there you go binge on on binge binge. (laughs) well in in celebration of the queen i've gone very british kim um this week i've decided to look at some british television and some british themed shows that i'm going to see well i watch one of them with you Made in Dagenham. Now, mm. 2010 film, um, Dagenham, of course, is a part of it. I suppose you call it a suburb of London. And it's the story back in the 60s of the first um, industrial action ever taken by women um, at the Ford plant in Dagenham, mm. Dagenham and Redbridge. So, um, Yeah, the feminist movement that set the uh, paved the way for the rest of us. That's right, for equal pay. So I've watched that. And um, I've also checked out um, Heartstopper as well, which is also oh. a British a teen drama over on Netflix that will give that a bit of a review Mm. too. So we're coming to you live from Roy Dore Reserve here in Caram. You might have just heard the siren then. I thought the game was over. The game, um, I think it's the 
final quarter. <laughs> the, the, we heard two sirens, the first one being the end of the third quarter, and now we're uh, we're kicking off for the yeah for the last fourth quarter. quarter. In the rain. Well, there you go. Well, we're going to kick off today's show with some uh, great things. But first, we've got a very important announcement. No, we're not going to do a song today. We're not doing a we song. We need to get a little bit serious. It's a bit more serious. Okay. A little bit. Well, it's not that serious. It's pretty well, serious. What we need is something to look forward to. Yeah, what do you exactly. want to look we do? To? What do we got? We've got a gala night. A gala night? Flaming no, no, gala. No, no, DZA won't be there. Uh, it's, well, he will. Gala. I reckon he will if he gets DZA's an invite. DZA's coming. He's already got a boy's ticket. He's coming. Yes. It's not about him, though. No, it no, won't it's be. It's about a fundraiser, and we're going to raise a lot of fund. And it'll raise a lot of hell. Well, so the 24th of June. Great idea. Here at the sports club. I'll be here. Right here. 7.30 start. Are you going to be here? I reckon I'm going to be here. Are you going to be we'll here? I'm going to be here with beer. And we'll bring, like our, bring our ladies along. Bring our bells. Why bring not? our bells yep. too. And our wives. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Why not? One that, in each corner of the room. Triple the tickets. <laughs> yeah. Triple the tickets. Bring your wives and girlfriends. Make it interesting. It's about time they met, isn't it? Any port in a storm. Right. So it's $30 per head. You've got to buy the tickets in advance. Go to the Radio Karen website. Why not? RadioCaram.org. Wine. Just click on the no, just button that you click on. Is it a, is it like a little monkey? Is there a little button, button monkey? What sort of button is it? How big's the button? It's a, a little button. button. I don't Hang know. on. Okay, so you just get right, on the hey. website, you flick the button. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes to yes. Why do you have to always flick bucks. the button, mate? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right. Anyway, 24th of June. 24th of June. Here the Click the button, you get your food, you get a drink on arrival, and a door prize. Door prizes. Oh, quality. Quality. I don't need any doors. I've got plenty of doors. Got a caterer coming. Do you love her madly? Just one caterer. One. Can we buy some merch? Oh, great oh, idea! There Surely. will be merch on yeah, online. Buy merch. Yeah, online you can buy online. You can buy merch. <laughs> this ad's going for a very long time, isn't it? It's a thirty-second spot. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Come on, come on, everyone! Come, <laughs> come on, come on! Radio Karam Galano. Grunsel, Grunsel, Gala. Indeed, the Radio Karam Winter Gala will be on on the twenty-fourth of June. Tickets are on sale, as you heard in that promo. Thirty dollars entry includes gourmet food and drinks on arrival, but most importantly, it is a fundraiser for Radio Karam, which is a really staple part of our local community. So please get behind it and come along to the uh, Radio Karam Winter Gala. Now, Kim, let's kick off with your first show, Mister In Between. I believe you've been thoroughly enjoying this. Absolutely, I think we better listen to the trailer and then I'll kick us off with that one. Tell us a little bit about why you're here. My name is Ray. I'm 40. Got a kid. Divorced. Do you think that you've got an anger problem? No. Okay. Birds flying high. You know how I feel. So if you're in jail and you disrespect somebody, sun in the sky, you can end up dead. You know how I feel. There's consequences, but out here in the real world, why don't you watch where you're going, eh? What was that? There's no consequences. And I'm feeling because people let them get away with it. Good. You right, old man? You enjoy hitting people? I wouldn't say I enjoy hitting people. Stars when you shine. Now she ends up with you. She must be desperate. Mm-hmm. Of the I'm pretty big on respect. You know if you don't, we got a problem. So in your mind, you've done society a favour. And I'm feeling. Yeah. 
Well, yes, I have been binging Mr. Inbetween on Binge, and um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it, Carenza. It's an Australian comedy drama. I'd call it a black comedy, really. I like Australian shows. Oh, I like Australian drama. Me too. I can't get enough of them. Any movie that's on that's Australian, I'm off. It's good to see the Australian industry actually making shows, especially when you see iconic you know, series like Neighbour coming to, Neighbours Coming to an End, and mm. also the challenges that have been around, I guess, for the film you know, and television industry with COVID for the the last two years is terrific to see really good quality homemade Aussie drama. Absolutely. And look, this one took off uh, in the States as well. So it's uh, it's a really good one. It actually got 8.6 on IMBD, which That's is a, a huge score. Big score. Anything over 7.5 is pretty good on that uh, platform. But yeah, as I said before, it's got three seasons and I've watched two of them. So I haven't actually watched the third one um, and I'm going to stretch it out. Look, it's fantastic, this one. It's a raw, dark comedy and it centers around um, the character. His name's Ray Shoesmith and it's played absolutely superbly by Scott Ryan who actually created this as well and he wrote the whole of Mr. Inbetween. He actually wrote it, it it's likely well it's based on The Magician which he also starred in an older film um, years back which um, he wrote as well. So um, yeah it's just fantastic. Um, Anyway, Ray, he's a hitman, okay? And it's about him balancing his life between... <laughs> yeah, you balance your life as a hitman? What are well, you it's funny it because he actually does. Sometimes he does it well and sometimes, you know, there's a, right. a few hiccups, which is why this show is so enjoyable. Um, and look, he, he, he balances his life between being a loving dad and he really, his daughter is everything to him. And funnily enough, his daughter is played by the director's... Um, uh, the director's daughter is uh, his um, on stage or or on film uh, daughter. Um, it's directed by um, what's his name? Noel Edg- is it Noel Edgerton? Uh, it's the um, brother of um, Joel. Joel, that's it. So it's not Noel. It's not <laughs> it's Noel. Isn't Noel. We'll Google that. And it's find Nash. It. Nash. It's Nash. That's Nash, right. Nash I had a brain fade then. Um, yeah, Nash Edgerton. That's Noel and Joel. <laughs> Yeah, not very good, is it? Um, but he's also a loving brother. His brother has um, MND. Uh, that character... Has a motor, oh, motor neuron disease. Yeah, and it's superbly portrayed by the actor. Uh, and he's also a wonderfully loving boyfriend. Uh, Brooke Satchwell playing his girlfriend, and she does a wonderful job. Anyway, he's... Um, he follows his boss's his boss Freddie. Well, he follows his every order without question, um, and he takes care of other individuals who also get in his way and are pretty much gutter snipes of our society. Um, gutter snipes. Yeah. I've not heard that word in a long time. I don't know where gutter that snipes. Yeah. Let's see if we can bring the word gutter sniping to every single review that we do today on Girls on Film. Kim, that's a challenge. I don't challenge. think I could fit it in, especially with Downton Abbey or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> there's always a gutter snipe somewhere. Uh, yeah, this show's magnificent, Carenza. I couldn't get enough of it. Um, and as I said, I've just constantly binged it in a week, which is crazy. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much. Look, Brooke Satchwell. My I like her. Talking about the neighbours theme there again. There you oh, go, Brooke Satchwell neighbours. She plays this role superbly. She's so natural. In fact, the whole show She's a great is actress. superbly acted and written. And it's it's like you're just watching life unfold, albeit it's a little bit, you know, out there because it's, we're talking about a hitman and, and yeah. there's a lot of violence. But it's 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 lighthearted. It's it's a comedy. 
Um, a dark comedy, yeah, a black comedy. Exactly, exactly. Now it's filmed totally in Sydney. Uh, so it's really good to see, you know, good Aussie suburbs coming up and down. Um, yeah, so this was first released on Foxtel in America uh, and who picked it up and it received 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a massive, phenomenal score. Great score. Great score for an Aussie drama. It's a masterpiece of Australian television, Carenza. It <laughs> really good. is. It so really you're going to give it a good rating today then, Kim? I am. I am. Well, you know, it's won actors. It's won um, Screen Producers Awards for Best Drama. He won the silver logie for best actor it's won the act he won the actor for best actor as well um yeah so uh, look i'm giving it five stars i've gone five. straight out of the traps with a high scoring five stars I today for mr in between exactly so it's mr in between over on bench now the song for today well the song for today um it's got a great soundtrack Karen's a brilliant Aussie soundtrack uh, and it was really hard to choose but I actually chose one because I know your one of your favorite songs is Reckless by Australian Crawl so I couldn't go without playing it could I Hi, I'm Dr. Floyd Gomes, uh, a.k.a. Atticus Health with Dr. Floyd, you might recall, and it's great to be here at Radio Caram. Don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright Don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache Or you don't feel right Or if you have a nasty rash Keeping you up at night Don't worry About a thing Don't worry Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright Welcome back. You are listening to Radio Karam Girls on Film and that message, of course, from Atticus Health, um, one of the awesome local organisations that support Radio Karam and it's terrific to have station supporters, Kim. Yeah, fantastic, aren't they? They are. So don't forget as well the Radio Karam Winter Gala Night, the 24th of June. That's this month at 7.30 here at the Roy Door Reserve. Kim, you're getting very excited watching that game of footy going out on the Oval tonight. I know. You had to pull me back to my chair. It's going off. Uh, It's not a very close game, but it is very good, actually. I'm quite um, impressed by the talent. It's actually quite good. The score, uh, we're losing. Karam are losing, but that's okay. They're doing very, very well. Go Karam. It's a mud bath. (laughs) It's a mud bath. Well, as I said, I'm focusing on British shows being the Queen's Mm -hmm. um, platinum, Kim, platinum jubilee. Good old Lily Bet. So um, it's unusual, but we actually had a message coming into us to Girls on Film to actually go and check out and watch this show. So Heartstopper is a show over on Netflix. Mm. So um, I'm going to kick off by playing you the trailer. Let's check it out. Hypothetically, what sort of boy do you want to go out with? Happy New Year through a boy. Well, if it isn't Charlie Spring, Happy New Year. You're over there. Mr. Nicholas Nelson. Hi. Hi. Nick Nelson. He is the star player on the rugby team. We are a trio of borderline outcasts. He's different. Hey. 
literally just another silly crush. It's not a crush. Hi. 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 Come on, dream guy. I don't know, just someone I can have a laugh with. He's the straightest person I have ever seen. Thank you. How do I stop liking someone, specifically a straight guy? Uh, the question for the ages. I had something I wanted to ask you. Do you want to go out with me? Do you want to join the rugby team? What? Why are the other team literal adult men? So, does anyone remember the rules of rugby? Oh, you gay for them. <laughs> What's going on? Nick's lost all his friends. He's getting into fights. Do you ever feel like you're only doing things because everyone else is and you're scared to change? Just miss how things used to be with the four of us. You're a good friend. I know. If he is even slightly mean to you, kick your murder him. I was going to say I sent him a strongly worded DM, but murder's fine too. I want to believe in romance. So there you go. That's the trailer for Heartstopper, Kim. Now, Heartstopper is a show over on Netflix. Mm. And one of our listeners um, sent us a message and said, look, go and check out this show. It's a really terrific coming-of-age show, Boy mm. Meets Boy. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, no dramas. Let's go and have a look at it. No dramas. Um, pardon the pun. Because it is a drama. It is. It it's is a, a good one, too. It is a drama. So um, this is the story. Um, it's I would describe this as a bit of a kind of a teen drama. So it explores the lives, really, of a bunch of kids in their last years of high school. Mm-hmm. And it centers around the story of Charlie Spring, um, who is openly gay. And he actually falls for his um, classmate, Nick Nelson. Now, Nick is the complete antithesis, the opposite of everything that Charlie is. Mm. So Charlie was the kid who was the bit of a loner. He's been bullied in the past because he's been openly gay and it, it sort of the story explores the life of charlie but also his his mates Tao, um l tara and darcy so this is the group mm. that charlie hangs out with but as he goes back to school he ends up sitting next to nick nelson who plays rugby in the rugby team so he's completely different and he's like a jock isn't he yeah and they form mm. a really unlikely friendship and that mm. unlikely friendship blossoms into a romance between um the two of them now, um, this show was released uh, in April um, 2022 this year, and it's got huge critical mm. acclaims, actually, um, in particular for its tone and pacing, as well as its representation of the LGBTIQA yeah. plus community in it's a way good. that's been done that's very, very sensitive and thoughtful and thought through. And it, it sort of calls out and really tackles relationships and people's reactions to um nick when nick actually realizes Mm. that perhaps he might be bisexual and has has feelings for charlie so this show gained instant popularity kim so when it landed it was in the top 10 english series on netflix within just two days and it stayed there um it's been commissioned for its second 
and third seasons immediately just on the back of the reception that it's had from the audience and uh, look it's got a terrific cast and people that listen to this show know how much I love Olivia Coleman. she's brilliant oh she is plays a fantastic role in this and apparently she actually requested to be in the show mm. to play um, next mum because this is a story that she felt was really important to be told did you know that she filmed her scenes entirely in two days for that whole first series no I did not know yeah, that yeah I read that go. today terrific so terrific terrific um, show and I said look it's definitely a teen drama but I I think for um, you know parents to watch something like this mm. I think it's really important but also for young people as well you know and you can sort of see how um, Charlie's friends deal differently and Nick's yeah. friends deal differently with their relationship and what happens between the two of them um, look it's a great show um, I would I would recommend actually young people definitely watching it as well as parents I think it's really worth the watch it was a great recommendation from one of our listeners so thank you and if anyone else has got some suggestions for us please um, please send them in so yeah or you can text us even on 0493 anytime doesn't need to be now it can be any time and just say uh, a request for girls on film and we'll try and review it for you absolutely why not now the soundtrack to this mm. a lot of british artists came and in fact baby queen was approached and baby queen specifically wrote this song for the show so it's called colors of you and it really is about i think the celebration of the diversity of people so look for me i'd give this a four out of five it was it's a Mm. it's a show that tackles some hard issues but it it does it in a way that's sensitive thoughtful and i thought really positive um I wouldn't have described it as a show that's shocking at all. Um, it was a really enjoyable It was subtle and, and it was done so beautifully. It really was. So, and look, it's been um, nominated for, for awards, for the National TV Awards in Britain, but uh, they're not until September. So I reckon it could be a winner. I think it could be a winner too. So check it out on Netflix now. Four stars from me, Kim. You've got a star rating? Yeah, look, I'll give it four stars as well. I thoroughly enjoyed it and I can't wait for the second series. So this is Colours of You, written by Baby Queen, specifically for this show I speak in grey to match the shade on the inside of my brain I decay when my tongue touches the edges of your name white lies are coloured by context and oh my god
Hi, I'm Freddie from Freddie's Kitchen. Let's get behind Radio Karam. Go Karam. Come on Freddie's Kitchen in Station Street for a coffee. And something nice to eat. Yeah, the yeah, pizzas are great. In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's. Caram Station Street. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. It's a pizza. It's a mystic pizza. Welcome back to Radio Caram Girls on Film Kimmy. Yes, I went to the theatre. I took my daughter to see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child this week. Harry Potter? Yes, down at the Princess Theatre. Oh, I love that theatre. It's just beautiful down on And it must be so exciting to be back out and about in the city as well because the city is coming alive again. It is. It's slowly getting there. Look, all, I mean, we've... We've done quite a few shows this year, Carenza. We really have um, for this program. But, um, yeah, the city has been, you know, kind of a little bit empty. But, you know, slowly, slowly it's coming back to life. In the last month or so, I've seen so many more people in town. So it's been lovely to see. But, um, yeah, Princess Theatre, beautiful. But we're going about to play the trailer. Uh, have a listen and then I'll come back and talk all about it. Sounds good. So Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Of 
Okay, so Harry Potter and the cur- and the Cursed Child. Do you know, Krenza, it's the most awarded new play in history? I did not know that, Kim. Yeah, it certainly is, and uh, it's now in playing in Melbourne. Now, as I said earlier, previously this was a two-part show, so you'd go in either in the, on the same day, watch part one, and then you'd come back in the afternoon and watch part two or so in the evening. They've had to disrupt themselves, haven't they, because, you know, and, and sometimes you wouldn't come back in the afternoon or the evening, you might come back a week later or something, but people were ending up getting COVID, weren't well, they, and actually yeah. then struggling to see the next part. That's right. Well... I did it um, on consecutive evenings and did it was you? it was so look as much as I loved it it was the getting back there that second time it was so tiring to sit through after being there the night before it's a big trip into the city from um, Patterson Lakes it's a long trip isn't it yeah Ooh. well it's it's pretty good on the freeway it's not that long but <laughs> I had um, friends who had a similar experience who said you know they went they did the whole thing in one day that's, so they that's went crazy. in for the Eight afternoon hours. matinee then they would go out for dinner and then they'd go back and by the end they, said, oh my, they were just exhausted it was just full on yeah. Yeah, it kind of took the fun out of it, you know, and it's such a good show. Having it condensed down to that one, um, the one show, it's, it was just phenomenal. And and just those special effects, I'd forgotten because I saw it when it first came out. Was it 20, 2020? Or you saw 20, it before COVID. Yeah, no. BC. Yeah, I did. COVID, you're, you're right. Thank Gee, you. taking, uh, yeah, God. That's amazing, actually, to think of that. Life before COVID, and now you've come back to the new version of it, the condensed version, which is still actually quite long. So when you say the words condensed, I'd be thinking, oh, yeah, an hour and a half, two hours tops. No, three hours, I think. Three hours. Plus an interval. Yeah, plus the interval. But it was superb. The special effects were even more so, I think, because there was so much more in the one show because it was the special effects were kind of spread out. Um, The Dementors, oh, they go through the... the theatre uh, scared the hell out of so me. So do you have to be a Harry Potter fan no. to understand what's going on? What if you've no. never seen Harry Potter before? If I, if I was, you know, actually I'm someone, I've watched very little Harry Potter. It's never really done it for me. But could you could you be someone to go and see this if you would not really read the books or seen the movies? Or do you need to? I mean, I wouldn't even know what a Dementor is. Well, I had this in the back of my mind when I went there because a friend of mine said, or a friend of ours said, you really need to have seen this show uh, or read the books and in order to understand what was going on. But this is a completely different story. This is centred around Harry, Hermione, I can never say it right, Hermione and uh, Ron Weasley, and it's centred around their children. So it's a completely different story. Oh, so it's, they've grown up yeah. and gone on and had children. Yeah, they're all at Hogwarts. Um, of course, which the is kids. the school for magic. Yeah, and, and look, they're still involved heavily in Hogwarts too. Um, but it, it centres around them, but the story's different. So you don't really... I, Having sitting back, I was thinking about it from that perspective, and I don't think so because you, you, the, the special effects are still there, the story is still there, the story is a completely new story from the start. So, um, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, it's spectacular and it was direct from Broadway um, and as I said... It and that was the Broadway trailer, by the way, that we played. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought it, I thought it was, yeah. Yeah, so this, the Princess Theatre has actually undergone in 2018, I think, a $6 million refurbishment. Now, which one is the Princess Theatre? The one on Spring me. Street. So you've got... Oh, yes, the one with yeah. all the lights, little light globes That's along right, it. I know, yeah. So you've got Her Majesty's Parliament. and the Comedy on exhibition yeah. and then you've got one, one block down... <laughs> Yep. In the same kind of area, yes, by yeah, opposite yeah, Parliament. Basically. That's exactly where yeah, it is. I know yeah, where you are. 
Yeah, and look, th- these effects are amazing. They've got stained glass windows of Harry Potter all throughout the th- theatre. The walls have been completely painted. Um, and look, it's it's just amazing. It's where you're in a Hogwarts or in Hogwarts um, itself. It was incredible. Um, and just the dazzling special effects from the the sh- candelabras and the. So, if you've seen, you saw the first one. Do you think it's worth seeing it the second time? Then as well. Yes. If you've seen part one and two and you liked it or you loved it, get along and see this because it's um, – I can't t- t- speak highly enough of it, you know. I came away from the other one and although I would have probably given them five stars, I probably would have taken us one and a half off for just that whole monotony of getting there and back and everything else. And it was just too long as much as it was brilliantly acted. The show itself is written superbly. Um, but this time, oh my goodness, I'd give it five. It was just fantastic. Can I tell you, don't bring little kids along to this show. Okay. Um, I, there is a warning that you sh- the children should be at least 12 because it is very scary. I mean, Voldemort um, walked through the crowd near us and he scares the hell out of me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was, I was just praying he didn't come anywhere near me because I think I would have screamed. And as I said before, the Dementors were uh, flying around. Um, the special effects... It's just I won't give too much away. It's a must. This is a must, Melbourne. Anyone out there has to get along and see this show. If you haven't seen it, go and see it. If you've seen part one and two already, go and see this one. You won't be disappointed. Now, the theme um, from the, for this show um, was written by – well, the whole, whole um, score – was written by the composer John Williams, who we all know. I mean, he's won five Oscars. You know John Williams, E.T., Star Wars. Okay, yes. Uh, Indiana Jones, yeah. Couldn't say anything name, but I know the music. Yeah, he, he teams up with Steven Spielberg a lot for his films. So um, he was brilliant um, with the theme of this. But, you know, for our show, we played it and we thought, uh, so I went along the magic theme. So okay, today, what have we got? Well, today we have, you tell me, Carenza. You Can Do Magic by America. Good one. Hi, this is Steve Stakos, the Mayor of the City of Kingston, and you're listening to Radio Karam. Oi, 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 oi. IGA is shopping nights. IGA, where the price is right. Seaford North IGA for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker. You are on Radio Karen listening this afternoon to Girls on Film, where Kim and I have been reviewing some fantastic shows, and that was, of course, Harry Potter that we were just checking out, the new condensed version of Harry. Now, Kim, our final show today has been inspired by your book club, no less. Absolutely. Um, we reviewed, or I actually had to miss it this week, or that was my first time, but uh, I was gutted that I actually couldn't go along. But it was based on The Woman in the Photograph, that is a fictional-based um, uh, book around uh, the strikes at Ford in Dagenheim. Dagenham. So um, as a way to try and fast-track it, you rang me and said, Carenza, Carenza, we've got to watch Made in Dagenham. That's exactly right. So um, in lead-up to my book club, which was supposed to be on Friday, I crammed this on Friday <laughs> afternoon, thinking that I was still going and thinking that would be, you know, enhance um, the, you know, 
my experience and uh, voila, I couldn't go. So well, here we go. Let's have a listen to the trailer for um, the 2010 film made in Dagenham. Mr. Clark, you hit my son. Forgot his protractor. I don't want you doing it. Thank you for your concern, Mrs. O'Grady. Women always come second until we get equal pay. This needs a leader, someone to inspire the girls. What? You can do this, and you should. Now we've got all this unrest at work. Unrest when you actually come out and strike. (laughs) This is about one thing, equal pay or nothing. (laughs) Everybody, out! What's going to happen to do with me? the feeling. Prime Minister, I don't think you appreciate the situation. We need to tread carefully. You're the best man in my cabinet. I often say that. That's a freak. What's going on? This is being on strike. You run out of cash and you end up screaming at each other. You tell her to get her finger out. It's gone on long enough. to meet them. The minister doesn't do that. I am sick of being patronised. Set up the meeting! It's amazing what you've done. I'm not sure me backing you makes all that much difference. Makes all the difference in the world. I have a first-class honours degree from one of the finest universities in the world, and my husband treats me like I'm a fool. Don't give up. for women is right. That's my girl. What if Mrs. Castle says no deal? How will you cope then? Cope? We're women. Now don't ask such stupid questions. Well, you rang me and said, Carenza, we're going to get this this um, review, this film over on Girls on Film this week. You better start watching it. And can I say thank you? What a great great movie now this is set in 1968 and it tells us the story of the ford motor company and actually what's happening is we see it through the eyes of um mrs o'grady or rita o'grady mm-hmm. now she's yep. a machinist and she works i think it's a, just over 150 women employed at the ford, ford motor company in dagenham 187 187 mm. and more than five thousand men now mm. this is in the era in the 60s where Strikes are a big thing and a big deal, and the men have gone out on strikes mm-hmm. numerous, numerous times. And the women are arguing and saying with with management and saying, well, actually, our, our work is actually semi-skilled work. We're not just labourers. You actually have to have a level of skill. And they were actually making all the seat covers, et cetera, for the cars yeah. and having to sew all these pieces the together. Leather. That's right. And so they vote to go out on strike. Um, which is incredible um, because at that time, of course, that's something that hadn't happened. The women had never gone out and strike before. So they vote to go out on strike um, and they do and they're supported by the men. And then they go and talk to the women in the other forge factories also doing the same work. And then 
all of the women go out on strike. Now, what's amazing is this is a true story. It's incredible, isn't and, it? Yeah, Our it, pioneers. And so the story really is, I think, on many levels. So you've certainly got the sort of classism. So this is very much about the working class fighting for their mm-hmm. rights. And what's ironic, of course, it's a Labour government at the time, mm. which is expected to be close to the unions and being able to work with the unions. But actually, that's not happening. But you would think anyone would be championing um equal pay and equal rights with the unions it would in fact be the labor labor government mm. so it's certainly the story of class and the working classes um, but then there's the story of gender and gender inequality that that does that doesn't know class so you you know you women were second class citizens back then that's right and you see it in all, all aspects so mm. you see that the wife of one of the you know the, the the sort of you know heads of the ford motor company in in london mm. in the united kingdom you know who went to um cambridge university studied english with a first class honors which is the highest grade that you can get and she's making tea and cake and um for the big wigs from ford when they come over and you know how she's belittled and ridiculed and then you have the story of the the working class women that are saying actually no we really believe that we should be treated in the same way as men Mm. and then of course Ford in in history they sort of pull out what they believe is the trump card and they say well then we're going to shut the factory down so we're going to lay off going to close down so all the men are no longer working too maybe this is the way that we can end the women's strike mm. and it's the story of what happens there do men support women in the way that women so when the men went out on the strike the women would always go out and strike and support them or will the men not and that's the story mm. so it's a really um it's a really powerful story and i think Very what makes powerful. it powerful is it's true mm-hmm. so it's a story well, it's of not that long ago i mean i was two showing my age but it wasn't yeah, that in the long late ago 60s, that's right yeah and being you know having to actually go out there and argue your case for equality mm. um now you can watch this on amazon um prime yeah i uh, look we paid 2.99 for it at the moment um i'm sure it'll be free later on but what's 2.99 really? oh, look and it was a absolutely terrific film now, did you know as well talking of musicals Made in Dagenham's also been made into a musical. Really? It's actually been on the London West End. Oh, I so hope it comes here. Yeah, so it, it really is. Um, look, it's a. I, I would absolutely recommend it. I mean, there were parts of this that, that film that made me cry, parts that made me mm. laugh. Yeah. I found myself really, really, really wanting these women to be successful, and you know, believing so strongly in in what they did. Absolutely, and look, there was some great. Uh, you know, actresses, actors. It was the cast was amazing. I mean, Bob Hoskins. He was wonderful as a union love boss. Bob Hoskins. He's yeah. Terrific. Rosamond Pike. She yes. was the Cambridge graduate. That's right. That you mentioned before. And Sally Atkins played the lead role. She was wonderful. Indeed. So look, terrific, terrific film. Well, Highly not recommended. Not to mention Miranda Richardson, who I, I love. love. Miranda Richardson too. She was wonderful. And of course, Trigger from um, Only Fools and Horses. And of course. So there you go. Great. Look, a really, really good film. Touches on so many. Um, I think social issues mm-hmm. really, really worth the watch. For me, it's a four and a half stars, Kim. Yeah, no, look, I'm going to give it three and a half. A good film, but I've seen so many good ones lately. And when I put it up them up against it, even though it was really good, the others were superb. So I'm giving it three and a half. Not to take anyone away from it, please give it a watch because it is a lovely film. Um, but it's it's a wonderful film because it's a true story uh, and it is part of our history. Indeed Especially if you're a woman. Absolutely. So this is Made in Dagenham. This is Sandy Shaw. This mm. is the original um, song that was written for the film. Hi, this is Matt Joe Gow, and you're listening to Radio Karam, which is local community internet radio. And uh, we were having a chat about community radio earlier and how important it is to Melbourne, how important it is to the scene here, the music scene, but also the wider community. So check out Radio Karam. Tune in. Frothies? 
Where are you going to be on the 24th of June? Galar night. Flaming Galar night at the sports club right here. What time? Raising funds. 7.30? 7-ish. How do you buy your tickets? Online. With a button? With a button? Online? On the website, Radio Caram. How much? 30 bucks. What do you get? Food. Finger food, beer, door prize, merch. Who do you bring? People. Your wives and girlfriends. Make it interesting. <laughs> right, uh, that's Friday Night Frothies. That's how you get there. 30 seconds. Mic drop. If you're the caraway, just call Mitchell Tall. Or in Patterson Lakes, just call Mitchell Tall. Anywhere Bayside, just call Mitchell Tall. Buy a summer house, just call Mitchell Tall. Mitchell Tall. Real estate. Oh, yeah, a little real estate. We want more. <laughs> Girls on film here on Radio Caram. So, Kim, it's time to wrap up today's show. And what are our final scores? We started off today with Mr. In Between. Well, Mr. In Between is the only one I think that you actually haven't seen. Oh, no, you haven't seen Harry Potter either, have you? So, mm. I've matched your score. I gave Mr. In Between a five, of course. Um, because it is superb. So you're going to give it five too. So that makes a score of 10. Now, Heartstopper, we both gave four, which is a total of eight. And Harry Potter, I had to give five too. So um, our winners today, we've, of course, made in Dagenham. We got a 3.5 and a 4.5. So we have two eights and two tens. So Mr. Inbetween and Harry Potter were our winners today. Terrific. So um, that's great stuff. So again, people can um, tell us shows they'd like us to review as well and talk about and share and get to share on uh, Girls on Film. Kim, you've got something else to add? I have. I also went to another theatre production, a musical last week. I actually went to two. So I went and saw Girl from North Country, the Bob Dylan you oh, know, yes, show. Yeah. It's not about Bob Dylan. It's just showcases all these songs, a bit like Mamma Mia, um, We Will Rock You and so forth. So I'm going to review that next week. Fantastic. Um, and along with Staircase with oh, the staircase. Tony Collette and Colin Firth. That's a great suspenseful So we're going to do that because that's just come out as well. Well, I'm going to stick with the um, teen theme and I will review Sex Education over on Netflix. Terrific show. And I'll have to think of it. I might leave the fourth one for the um, audience participation show. So we'll see which one is nominated for us next week. So join us same time, same place next Sunday. We look forward to it. Until then. Good night. Goodbye. Farewell. Have a good one. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Take care. Bye. (laughs) 